your carriage, sir. Oh, a little of each will be fine. Good, because I don't know which is which. And some mashed potatoes. Those aren't mashed potatoes, sir. It's congealed grease. Will you three stop it? You're behaving like five-year-olds. Are not. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me is my good friend, Simon. Gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 10, Episode 21, Picture This. It's the 239th episode overall, directed by Burt Metcalf, written by Karen Hall, and originally aired on October 5th, 1982. The production code is 1G17. Socks is not the issue. Privacy is the issue. Your foot is invading our privacy. You went into my footlocker without even asking me and took my last pair of socks, and it wasn't the first time either. Pierce, Pierce, I will buy you a dozen pair of Argyles if you will kindly shut up and let me eat my dinner in peace. All right. I've made my point. I won't say another word. And I have the plot summary for this episode. After becoming fed up with his bunkmate's living habits, Hawkeye moves out of the swamp and into a quaint shack behind Rose's. Meanwhile, Charles and BJ continue to annoy one another, Charles with his loud classical music playing at all hours, and BJ constantly sharing news of Evans' potty training. Colonel Potter wants to paint a portrait of the entire camp as a present for Mildred, but it proves difficult with the men fighting with one another. Klinger, Margaret and Father Mulcahy take it upon themselves to try and get the Swampmen back together. Folks, I've got a little personal dilemma. Maybe you can help me solve. Hey, what's the matter, sir? Mildred's got a birthday coming up. I'm plumb out of ideas. I'm sure she'll love whatever you get for her, sir. Last year I got her some fleece-lined mucklucks. Now, how does she expect me to top that? <laughs> Boy, I wish I were in her shoes. Huh? Oh, nothing, nothing. I thought you weren't going to say another word. Colonel, why don't you send her something Korean? The local artists do beautiful watercolor landscapes. Thanks, Padre, but Mildred's not too keen on pictures of trees and mountains. She always says, why don't you open the drapes and see the real thing? (laughs) Besides, the only thing I want to remember about this place is you people. Hot hush puppies! I'm going to paint Mildred a picture of the whole gang. What a terrific idea. Well, she's heard so much about all of you, it'll be like having you come for a permanent visit. May I please finish my dinner first? Of course, but be in my office first thing in the morning and wear your best smiles. (laughs) He'll probably wear mine. All right, for our guest stars, we have Jeff Maxwell, who returns as Igor Strominsky. And John Pushiaka returns as a peasant. And, of course, Kelly Nakahara returning as the lovely Kelly Yamato. 
I knew I could find a way to paint this gang without all the bickering. I'm sure the Last Supper wasn't as difficult to paint. But then the apostles were more civilized. Yeah, but I'll bet even Judas never stole anybody's socks. I'm surprised you could even make it at all, Pierce. Thought you might be busy setting up housekeeping at your new place. No, that's going to take a while. I'll probably be picking out swatches for weeks. Well, don't forget, you're there on the Wheel C plan. I don't like my medics moving to the suburbs. Colonel, relax. My apartment is only 15 seconds from downtown Mesh. I don't understand all this fuss about privacy. In jail, the worst thing they can do to a man is put him in solitary. Doesn't it get a bit lonely there with no one to talk to? Are you kidding? I took this place precisely so I could be alone. It's fantastic. There's nobody there to bother me. Why don't you come by sometime and see for yourself? Well, perhaps I will drop in sometime. When? Oh, uh, well, uh, uh, soon, I guess. Come on, gents. Remember me? Eyes front. I'll be there all afternoon. Are you going to hold still, or do I have to tie you down? I'm a surgeon. I'm not a mannequin. Yes, sir. Mildred's going to get a real charge out of this. She needs a little picker-up, too. Had her hands full this week with the grandson. You know, the lad's just barely out of diapers and... Colonel, I beg you, no potty stories, please. Potty stories? I was just going to say the boy had his first pony ride. Oh, of course. Speaking of potty training, my first cousin... Had we are not had... speaking of potty training. We shall never speak of potty training so long as I am standing here. Say, Major, you seem a little touchy on the subject of potty training. Could it be that you were a member of the Rubber Sheet Brigade? Don't be absurd, Colonel Potty. Potter, it's not me. Since Pierce's departure, I have had the never-ending opportunity of becoming better acquainted with all the Hunnicutts. Beege, Peg, and the little wet one. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I will start us off. <sighs> I gave this seven and a half. Right, okay. But I don't remember just being totally bowled over by this episode. Yeah. Uh, it was a good episode. It was enjoyable. I always enjoy Hawkeye, you know, uh, fighting with people. You know, they're, 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 they always have that fun banter. And we've seen this before. This isn't like a new concept. They always are on each other's nerves. You know, yeah. After a long period of, of, of surgery or they're always going after each other. Uh, and I don't understand why they don't get their own places anyways. The The – the campground's huge. <laughs> Why don't they have a separate... Why does Margaret have her own tent, you know? Yeah. I know she's the head nurse and she's the only woman other than the other nurses. But it's, those type of things, you know, it's interesting. And I guess there wouldn't be the... You know, you have to have that interaction of them living together to make good TV. Yeah. So they don't give them their separate tents. But this is an interesting concept to give Hawkeye something where he can go, you know, that's just down the road. I love that he's all excited when he gets his new place. <laughs> he's, you know, being being like a kid, you know, walking around, stomping, yelling, screaming, because uh, he can't, and no one's going to say anything. But then again, you get the flip side where Hawkeye's lonely, and you knew that was going to happen. I mean, he, they're with he's with BJ like twenty four seven, yeah, and Winchester, you know. So to go from that to absolutely nobody, not I mean, you don't even have people running, you know, outside your tent because there's nobody there. So I understand that. I like that, you know, everyone was missing. Well, I don't know if everyone was missing everybody, but BJ was definitely missing Hawkeye. And then you realize, you realize their, how they interact with each other. You know, Hawkeye was always there to listen to BJ talk about Peg and the family and, the, and his daughter. And, <laughs> you know, and with that missing, Charles is realizing, oh, crap, now I have to s sit here and listen. 
yeah. to this, you know. And same thing with BJ. BJ realized that they, it was always BJ and Hawkeye against Charles. But now it's just BJ because Hawkeye's gone and he has to sit there and take it and listen to Charles' music. And, you know, they don't have that, that nice little bonding thing. So um, at first I thought everybody, like I thought Mulcahy, Klinger, and Hulan all got together and made a plan. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, and yeah, cause I totally for, like again. I don't watch these regularly. I probably watch Mash. You know, I watch it. Well, I watch it all the time now because I'm doing reviews. But on a regular basis, I don't usually watch the entire series over and over again. So I've seen every, I've seen every episode probably uh, five, six times maybe. Mm. So this one, I totally forgot the outcome of it, but I do remember the concept of it. So I really thought, oh, wow, they all got together and they're all doing a good job because they're all missing each other. And, you know, from certain perspectives, like Charles wasn't going to go ask for Hawkeye back, but he won. You know, I just liked the way it was written. Mm. Uh, and then I'll, you find out that everyone was lying and they all get upset again. And <laughs> I thought that was funny. I love that, you know, Potter had a very simple role. All he wanted to do was paint, uh, which he did an amazing portrait. Of, yeah, uh, I don't know if if if, if uh, Potter actually painted that. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, it is. that's what yeah. I thought. He he does all those paintings, Harry Morgan. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. But yeah, it was really really well done. I really enjoyed the painting. Uh, it was just uh, like I said. It, I don't think it was this amazing story, but it was just good. You know, mm. it was just enjoyable, and uh, I I just enjoyed enjoyed the ride. I didn't really. It didn't blow me away. I wasn't super excited about anything. It was just a nice story, a nice mash story. So, mm. how about you? What did you think? Uh, I, well, and initially when I was first watching it, I was going to give it an eight, but I went down to seven and a half. So exactly like you, and I've just noticed on our screen that IMDb has also given it a seven and a half. So all three of us here are, are right. agreeing about about the the IMDb thing. But there's some That's nice. I tell you what. The, the thing that stands out for me, and this is terrible, really, is the fact that I, I, you see, you're gonna. <laughs> this sounds so pathetic. Um, <laughs> the first shot is of the coffee mugs, right? I love these coffee mugs. I love them. <laughs> Every t- and they've been, been the same coffee mugs since the very since the pilot episode, right? Wow! I, 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 I never noticed lo- it. Yeah. Now this is how sad I am. I love <laughs> them. If there's any of our listeners knows where we can get them or wants to send me one, I would be eternally, eternally grateful. I really would. Um, there's wow. some there, there's some nice little things in this episode. I mean, why on earth would you steal someone's socks? I mean, that's just annoying. But hey ho, my bad, a bad day. Well, it could be worse stealing underwear. It could have been his pants, yeah, and that would have been a more interesting <laughs> scene. I think, yeah, <laughs> trying to get his strides down and having a look. Um, yeah, I saw BJ uses a slice of bread as a coaster uh, for his coffee cup, which I, I found quite funny. And I would, and, and he was he was still there throughout the whole of the scene. I wondered if it was just like a, a strange thing, but no, he is clearly that was a bit of improvisation by Mike Fowler there, which is always always nice. Um, yeah. When Charles tears up the book, which is surprising for Charles to do anything like that to literature, but when you suddenly hear Hawkeye reading out what the book's about, you can probably understand it. It's a pulp novel at the end of the day. Um, but <laughs> he, get, he does get called a fascist. You know, you destroy my book, you fascist, which is obviously a, a hint towards um, the burning of the books in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the whole thing of him moving into a hut is a bit over the top, considering that the, you do have a VIP tent you could move into. Um, True. And like you said, that the place is big enough. You've always wondered why Charles doesn't have his own tent because he's a major. Because Margaret has her own tent and she's a major, so mm-hmm. you, you, it does seem a bit weird. But again, as you say, it wouldn't make very good television if that was the case. 
Um, yeah. yeah. The painting obviously looks great that he does, but the last little scene where Hawkeye turns the music up and both BJ and Hawkeye look at each other, I thought it was a lovely little end, end to the episode. <laughs> I think the, the trouble is, is that this is one of those episodes where it's, it's not a bad episode, it's not a fabulous episode, but it's also one of those ones where it's, it's come in between some really mm. good some really good quality mash episodes, especially my my feelings towards the last episode that we we reviewed. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's nice. There's some nice bits. Uh, again, we, we've had this before many times. It's it is to, coming towards the end of the season. But hey, how many times do we have to say it, Kenny? Uh, uh, our opinion of a any, slightly any, bad episode yeah. of Mash is still yep. a fabulous episode of Mash. Any ep- yes, any episode of Mash is still amazing. So yeah, yeah I totally agree. Cool. Would you please face forward? Just want my hair to look nice for Mrs. Potter, sir. She's used to looking at my hair. I'm sure she won't be disappointed. Is this okay? Pretty as a picture. Come on, Honeycutt, smile. Don't want Mildred to think it isn't fun over here. Sorry. That's better. Nothing bothering you, is there? Oh, me? Oh, no, no, not at all. Everything okay between you and your new roomie? Charles and I are getting along just famously. Can't remember when I've been so calm and relaxed. I'm glad to hear it. Yes, we're just fine. We respect each other's needs. I go to bed whenever I want to, and he plays his music whenever he wants to. Boy, Major Winchester sure loves that fancy music, doesn't he? Don't I know it. But he has the largest record collection in all of Korea. Maybe Asia. Probably the world. You know, you'd think a guy with that many records wouldn't have a chance to play them all, but he does. It can be done if you have your phonograph on every minute of every day and night. But I like it! I just wonder if I'm getting what this painting is really all about. The camaraderie, the affection we have for each other. Oh, I'm getting the bodies all right, but I wonder if I'm getting the souls. Maybe I bet off more than I can chew. Uh, I have to go, sir. Of course, son. You know, you people have been closer than kinfolk to me. You make it almost bearable being over here. Excuse me, please, sir. Surely. So in a way, this painting is a way of sharing my Korean family with my family back home. Of course, of course. It ain't easy telling people how close you are to them when they aren't here. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our behind the scenes. I have a few here. I'll start us off. The OR room shows up in almost every episode of MASH. This episode is one of the few exceptions that has no OR scene. Uh, The eight-month rent would now be... 70 to 78 dollars a month in today's money so that's pretty darn cheap isn't it i guess yeah that's still good <laughs> yeah Rises. i wish i paid 70 dollars for my rent <laughs> <laughs> winchester is listening to tchaikovsky's sixth symphony while he and bj are in the swamp mm, nice nice piece though um like with the previous episode this episode features a shorter opening credit sequence using the jauntier version of the theme song usually heard during the end credits. I apologize for the interruption, Major. I was looking for Captain Honeycutt. Why don't you try the latrine, Father? Lately, he seems to be fascinated by toilet habits. Actually, as long as we have this time alone, there's something I'd like to discuss with you. Well, you're wasting your time, Father. It's the last few days have convinced me irrevocably that there is no God. But won't you sit down? Major Winchester, May I ask, have you perchance spoken to Hawkeye at all today? Fortunately, no. Good. I I mean, I was afraid of that. Major, just between you and me, Hawkeye has confided in me that he's most unhappy with his new surroundings and would very much like to come back. Well, uh, now, 
It's uh, interesting that you bring this matter up, Father, because, uh, candidly, Hanukkah and his domestic tranquility are driving me out of my mind. Were Pierce here, I would have a buffer against Hanukkah's steady stream of wee-wee stories. Therefore, if uh, Pierce would like to come back, uh, I'll let him. Major, that's a truly Christian attitude. But we must remember what a proud and stubborn man he is. His asking to come back would be tantamount to admitting a mistake. However, if you were to ask him... <laughs> oh, now, Father, I too have my pride. Of course, in my case, it's justified. Why should I kowtow to him? Well, there's a lot of truth in what you say, Major, and, and I'm sure the potty training won't last more than six months. Your point is duly noted, Father. Uh, then you'll ask him back? I shall think about it. Well, should you find it in your heart to do so, then I, I think it would be prudent to keep my name out of it. I'm sure he'd deny ever having spoken to me and, and most likely wouldn't come back. Well, don't worry, Father. Your confession is safe with me. All right, we have a fun fact. Playing the role of Major Margaret Hotlips Houlihan, Loretta Swit is one of two members of the cast who have their name in the credits for every single MASH episode, even though she didn't appear in 11 of them. I thought that was interesting. Mm. That, you know, I mean, the other one is obviously Hawkeye. You know, Alan Alda has been in every episode, but he's actually physically been in all the episodes. So that's why his name's in every episode. But she's only been in all but 11, mm. but she's still got her name. Is she in the opening credits? From all, from, 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 the, from the pilot episode, is she? I don't think. Yeah. Really? All right, okay. Yeah, you she's know always. I, she's, I never noticed. She's always been a main I'm, character. <laughs> I never noticed. I'll tell you the reason why. Sorry to stop you halfway through your, your fun fact, but I'll tell you the reason why is that I'm, I always get quite annoyed by the opening credits of MASH because you can see where they, they crop the picture so that you don't see Wayne Rogers in the Jeep mm. behind. And yeah. you still see the original Father Mulcahy at the beginning. That's true. I, I never understood why they didn't do a, you know, a slightly a more modern version of the opening of the opening credits. So yeah, uh, that's the reason. Sorry to interrupt you. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right, back to back to the second half of my fun fact. She, meaning Loretta, was also the first of any of the cast members to actually pay a visit to Korea Peninsula, apart from those who actually served there. She went to South Korea as part of a documentary called Korea: The Forgotten War. Now, I, I think so. there's there's only one member of MASH that I know who served in Korea, and that was Jamie Farr. Uh, I think there's two. There's two? I think there's two. I right. think I had a fun fact or some information. I can't remember. I think it was Hawkeye. Well, our, our listeners will let us know. So Yeah, someone, someone can let us know. know. Yeah, yeah. Give the audience something to do. <laughs> Reduce the penicillin to 20,000 units. Yes, sir. Captain Honeycutt, could I talk to you for a second? Sure. Sir? This is a very serious and delicate matter. Okay, what's up? Well, I was walking by the swamp a little while ago, and I couldn't help overhearing Major Winchester dictating into his tape recorder. Just don't tell me he was ordering more albums. No, it was to his sister, Honoria. He was saying what a big kick it is that he's gotten Hawkeye out of the swamp. Is that so? Oh, I wouldn't want to quote him directly or anything. Quote him directly. He said, all I have to do is keep playing my music, and I'll drive the other rat out, and I'll finally have the place to myself. That scheming creep. And to think it almost worked. Listen, you gotta promise me not to tell him I told you because I'd be in big trouble. And I might be forced to do something I hate. 
lie. Uh, well, I've got the uh, I've got the trivia time this time. How lovely! Uh, last episode's question: From what school did Radar take a correspondence course in creative writing? The answer was the famous Las Vegas Writers School. Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> this episode's trivia question: In the point of view episode, what was the only word that Private Rich, who was the patient, said? Hmm, I know that one. I do remember that one. Um, All right. No. <laughs> go ahead and send your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Oh, Margaret. I'm sorry. Were you knocking long? I, you know, I get so engrossed in this book. I'm never going to rest easy until I find out who killed Lizzie Poteet. Just put that aside, Pierce. I'm here to express my disappointment. I never would have expected something like this from you, but I guess I was wrong. Uh, would you mind telling me what you're talking about? Don't play dumb with me. To think that you, of all people, could turn your back on your best friend when he needs you the most. What's the matter? Is he out of socks? Oh, just so typical of your callous, non-caring attitude. This is serious. Oh. It's his poor little daughter. Erin? What, what's the matter? She has a urinary problem. Oh, no. Oh, poor Beach. I didn't know. No wonder he was acting so testy. God, I, I can't believe I was so stupid. He told you and not me? Well, he didn't exactly tell me. He told Charles, who told me, yeah. in between laughing spasms because he finds the whole thing terribly amusing. That callous jerk. Yeah. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. Oh, well, that won't solve well, anything. Talk to no, no, I don't think you should do that either. Well, right. you know him. I mean, he if he knew that you knew... He'd be too proud to accept your help. He'd probably tell you I was making the whole thing up. Well, if I can't talk to him, what can I do? Just be there. You can find MASH 4077 podcasts all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH 4077 podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching facebook.com slash mash4077podcasts or just type in mash4077podcasts in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions, you can send those emails to mash4077podcasts at gmail.com. You can listen to mash4077podcasts all over the interwebs. You can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now we're on Spotify. And if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online, you can go to our main website at mash4077podcasts.com. If you are enjoying our podcast, consider making a donation. We have a Patreon account at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Geeky Fanboy. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. I think another solid episode. Yeah. And like Meds mentioned earlier on, it's just hard to come off with such an amazing episode and then to have a, a good episode. But, you know, it's not bad by any means. It's a good episode. It just it just wasn't as high caliber as the episode prior to that so yeah yeah yeah. all right well i am kenny and i'm simon and we'll be seeing you now this is more like it (laughs) i can't tell you how nice it is to see all the little doggies back on the same trail these things always seem to have a way of working themselves out okay well how long can we stay angry over something so ridiculous okay boys and girls we're into the home stretch now let's all be real still
Too late, Charles. We're not going anywhere. What are you talking about? He's not talking about anything. Let's all be real quiet so the Colonel can finish. Don't play dumb with me, Charles. You know perfectly well what I'm talking about. No, I'm afraid I don't, but you're welcome to continue as long as it has nothing to do with your daughter's bladder. Charles, you insensitive crumb. How could even you make fun of a kid's medical problem? Well, what are you talking about? What problem? Aaron's doing fine. That's not what I heard. Pierce, can't you ever keep your big mouth shut? No, no, Margaret. He'll just go crying to the priest. What? Ixnay, Major, Ixnay. What do you mean that's not what you heard? Look, will you stop being so noble already? Margaret told me all about Aaron's kidney problem. I didn't say anything to Margaret about Aaron's kidneys. No, you saved it all for me. And you thought it was funny. This is terrific, Major. You had to go and make up some stupid lie when I had the whole thing under control. You had it under control? Who asked you to stick in your two cents? I'm the one who got Pierce to move back in. No, just a minute, you two buttinskis. I had Winchester on the verge of begging Pierce to come back. You Folks, it's all done. It's time for the unveiling. Mash fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So, if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, the Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.